All right. Well, good. This is part two. So this is what the people want. They want to know. Devin got a hot tub and I saw it and I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. Now he did get a deal. And I did realize something. This is a, okay. There's a couple points I need to make about this hot tub that it opened me up to my life story a little bit. Uh, one being, um, I want to get a hot tub because I think it would make me feel good, like physically and mentally, maybe even emotionally. You know what I mean? Like it, just a, some kind of change, you know, but I had to work real hard in my backyard to make my grass grow. It's starting to look pretty good. I have to admit, mm. I'm still frustrated mm. with it in spots, but my grass looks good. This is, you know, this is basically just the normal emo lead singer stuff that the uh, emo lead singer goes through your backyard sure, grass. Sure. You, uh, do you get the hot tub? Do you not? But I always thought that the inflatable hot tubs are pretty cheesy and stupid. I can't imagine that they totally work amazing. But I will say this, Devin said at his church, they use one for the baptismal. <laughs> yeah, they do. So I was like, and he said, it, it's not too bad. Not so I was bad. like, huh, that could, that can maybe work. And this, and I was like, you know what, what if I got that as a stopgap? Is that what, is that the right term? Like I get that until I get the hot tub that I want. You know what I mean? And here's why I can't get the hot tub I want. Yeah. Devin got his used through Facebook marketplace or a friend or something like friend, that. Yeah. And I was for like, huh. Much? 750. Okay. 750. And it looks nice. And well, I had good. to do some repairs. So I'm probably 1300 in. But still, for a hot tub Not that bad. looks as good as Devin's, it, it's it's good. I mean, it, yeah. it is good. Okay. So uh, I was like, man, if I could find that deal. So sometimes I, you see them, people just want them out their, their yard or whatever. And mm -hmm. so I found one for a guy was getting rid of it for $100 and it looked pretty good. And he said, Everything works. There's a tiny leak, but you probably could get that fixed. Where I was like, huh, maybe I could get that fixed. Or, you know, I don't care if it's a little. He said, maybe you top it off once a week or once every two weeks. I was like, that eh, wouldn't be so bad. Here's the problem. Here's what Devin has that I don't have. Friends. <laughs> Devin has friends that helped. Him. How many friends did you get? Can you, will you just it's name? not like they wanted to. Tell me their first names and who all came to help you. <clears throat> this is what I want to know. Brian. Brian came. Yeah. He I don't works, know. I work with him at the church. Yeah. Uh, Kelby. Kelby. Never heard Kelby. of Kelby before, Kelby. but Kelby sounds never, cool. Not only have He's I never cool. heard of Kelby, I've never heard of a Kelby. Yeah. Well, Kelby's I mean, we're, I wouldn't say if I rate our friendships on a scale, let's say uh, our friendships, let's just call them a 10. Yeah. That's the sure. best friends. We're, we're lifelong. That. All that. Nine, yeah, yeah. nine something. Maybe 9.5. Yeah, 10.5 for me, guys. That's how much rate, I love you. I love I'll you guys. Each of these. I love you. <clears throat> so, Brian, I'll say our friendship, you know, we're probably up five. Five. So, you know, it's, it's just like, it's fine. Yes, whatever. You but sit at a party, like, you talk but, a little but a bit. one isn't somebody maybe isn't an occasionally. A one is just a, right? It's just, what is one? It's not like. You're not interested in hanging out or talking. But you would say a friend, you have <laughs> friends that are ones? Is there such a, because Toby, I would call that an acquaintance. I'd say, I'd say yeah. under five, I'd say under four or three is like acquaintance. Yeah. Hey, well, how's it going? Five is the minimum where you know go, yeah, somebody. well, friend, but, all, but starting even at one is positive. Like you have a positive sure. feeling. Yeah. One person, is the person but, that always walks by your house and y'all kind of wave at each other. Hey, you don't know nothing, their name, no you know, but, but you're friendly. You're not you, interested you in starting a conversation. Recognize really? each other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. A five might help you with your hot tub. Yes. But you don't, it's not like you're not close in any way. Five will help yeah. you with your hot tub. That's pretty good. I mean, they'll they'll yeah. come over if you need a hand. Right, right. Okay. So, so Brian, Brian's a five. Five. Okay. Kelby's probably a well, seven. five or six, five ish. Yeah. 
Um, Go Luke, to Buffalo Wild Wings with a seven. Grab a beer. Yeah, yeah, you of course. I think so. A seven's pretty high. You grab a beer high. with a five. You grab just own nothing. Yeah, you to grab, do. A, grab beer a beer with a five. I, well, I think a five comes to Buffalo Wild Wings with. And there's a seven you there. You don't make time. For I mean, the you don't go to Buffalo, Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings, Wings with just a five. Right. right. That, no. That's uh, you know a five is you you're might out be of, invited. You know, to yeah, it's like a picnic yeah. at the church. It's a uh, few guys are getting together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A four might make it things worse. Like not even better if they don't come. Yeah. Well, only thing about a four okay is if, if, if they do like show like up, eight. they could turn into a seven. You don't ever know. Yeah, you can cross over. Got it. Got it. So then we got Luke. Luke, who you Toby met talked to the other night, so yeah, he's, he's a nice Luke, guy, real nice. He's guy. probably a seven, and I would say because our wives are so close, yeah, it mm. makes us closer, and our kids are close. So right, everyone around us is close, which yeah makes us become closer. Yeah, so he's more like a seven, and and so I I hung out with him, Devin and I this weekend, this past weekend went to the remote control car event, and it was so awesome. Fun. It was actually so, it was so funny. Devin, we're sitting in lawn chairs. I'm drinking a Mike's hard lemonade. Devin's <laughs> drinking a something. I don't even know what it was. Uh, oh, it was high, a, noon. A, a high noon. High noon. And he looks at me and goes, what more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Cause it was awesome. There's all the, I mean, like crazy. Some of these jets and stuff are, are like $30,000 and you're seeing unreal remote control cars. They're jumping stuff. They're doing amazing tricks. Like, it's just normal people with their mostly with their that they just enjoy it's their Kids hobby. And, yeah. Um, mm. But Luke was there, and I was I thought this guy is pretty chill, and he's holding his end of the conversation up. Like oh, I didn't yeah. feel like you know yeah. what I mean. That got to be not, that to be a seven. Yeah. You had to be like to, yeah, absolutely. Like, and and I kind of made some jokes and stuff, and he rolled with them, and I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. Like he's just yeah. chill. He's not like trying to make me laugh. I probably am trying to make him laugh and make him like me. He's just comfortable with himself he's like he's like one of those guys that just absorbs whatever's occurring mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he yeah he is um you know he never is really pushing back right. on like what's happening he's not gonna cause the problem absorbing yeah. oh yeah this is fine but this adding. is okay but, but he, he does add he's not he's draining not drain. yeah. right he's, but he absorbs yeah. what is happening without yeah. causing good. conflict yeah so I that's like a Luke. that's a good okay, thing yeah. about him let me think. Who else? Um, I'd like to start him off at a one if I could ever meet him and work his way you can start. up. I mean, I'm yeah, and his could. size is probably a plus because he's just oh, nice. he's, he's six, real tall, six, big. 250, yeah. 260, oh, yeah. just a big yeah. old dude. Yeah, I don't want any short friends. Loves eating. Loves to eat. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who else came. I had like Damn, six. Man. I know. Those two you guys who were here working on the electrical <laughs> <laughs> that <What>? helped. <laughs> well, it's a, one guy is Megan's friend's brother, who's an electrician. So, so he you kind of know him. What's and he? We know him. And you we know, know he's him. he's more of an acquaintance. He's, yeah, he's not. He's, he's just like five. a three. He's four. Five, yeah, yeah, three, four. But he's a good dude. You yeah, know, not he's bad. Like, but oh yeah, I'll yeah. do some wiring for you. So they just stayed. They were just they at were your house doing there, wiring. And I said, "Hey, man, I know this sucks. I hate to ask, but could you help us?" That's fun. anyway. And so then maybe one more guy. Was it Dave remember. or you, it wasn't Paul, your brother-in-law? No, I wouldn't ask Dave. He'll, he'll die. Who was the other person? Anybody else from church? Who, who was the other mm-hmm. person? And Devin didn't ask me. I would have helped. I, the only reason I didn't ask you is because I was like, well, Toby has come, you know, from Champagne, even though yeah. it's not that far. Yeah. Um, but anyway, De- that's Devin, I'd like it. to meet him 
I'm champagne. He didn't like me let me mix in with his Monticello buddies. Well, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's you don't it's remember like the, the other Seinfeld person. So yeah, worlds collide. You know, so you had Luke, B, Ben. Is that who you said from church? Who was the guy Brian, from church? Brian. Brian. You guys from. I already said that. Kelby, Luke, oh. Brian, Brian, the two, two guys that were at your house. So that's five. And, and you think there was one me, more? And I think there was one more, but I cannot remember. Make, yeah. So it must not. Okay, have it been makes me high, feel a little better. That wasn't like number. the two people at your house. That kind of worked out. That isn't like buddies. No. So, um, I do those probably, guys all know you've got a nine point five in town who you don't even call. Yeah. They at least three of them. It's a ten. It's a ten. I didn't give you a call my nine point five. Yeah, I just had no, the all here. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, you call your nine point five first for most things, but I and honestly, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't really even want to bother Toby with this in a sense of like, in the same way you wouldn't want to bother me with something that was kind of cr- shitty. You know right. what I mean? I like if mean. it was yeah. just some dudes that. that are close. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, would you guys mind just coming over here and helping me real quick? Right. But I would have so, helped. You know, I always I know, help. Of course, I know you would have helped. But I will help you if you need it. And yeah, I, I could probably will. get two or three guys to help. He knows some guys. I could get a five, can six, plan it where, seven over there in a heartbeat. I'm certain you could get. I know Paul would come help. Your brother-in-law, Paul. He's got to come pro- from Bloomington. He wouldn't like it. But I'm he saying maybe like I could plan it. I could plan it like where he was already over. You know sure. what I mean? Maybe sure. he was already like, it was like, oh, Paul's going to be here and it'll suck, but this will take 30 minutes and just, yep. you know, we'll help. You wouldn't ask your neighbor, Bill. Bill's, Bill could. Bill's a, a bad he, back. He has to get, he's got to get, he gets shots in his back about twice mm. a year because it's bad. You don't want to ask in, old man. That's bad. You know? Now my other neighbor, Vince, mm. is a real nice guy and he looks like Luke. That's what, so he's not as tall as Luke, but he's really nice. I really like him. He's probably, Bill is, man, I would say Bill Bill is 70 or 72 years old. He's probably in my friend group, probably a, a, at least a six or maybe nice. a seven. Yeah. He's That's probably good. seven. I would go, I would go hang with Bill anywhere. Like if he was like, Hey, let's go have dinner. Like we went, yeah. we went and had coffee together. I'd like to hang out with him more, but he's just so busy with the, uh, what is the, the clubs he's in and his church and all this stuff. I went to Easter at his church. I didn't have the heart to tell him it was real bad. It <laughs> real but i did not have the heart to tell him i just said man what a lovely service so glad my family came and stuff but it was it was maybe i think i said this even maybe in part two or but it was just the worst the the opening line of the pastor i mean it was so vague there was like nothing i was like this isn't even a good eat like you think at least easter you come with the the stuff you know what i mean i think yeah trying to like be encouraging or something but it was his opening lines were i'm not kidding welcome uh just one today just so happy everybody's here so i'll talk about the power and transformation of jesus christ he said i have seen a married couple on uh on the brink of divorce and god saved their marriage and brought them back and my kids are just sitting there. it's just me and my kids and they look at me <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> their first thoughts are God didn't save your marriage, Dad. <laughs> and I was like, I, 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 I know he doesn't. And, yeah. and we even talked about it after, like, in some ways, it brought up some decent conversation and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, but the opening line was like, but I mean, there's so many people here that were divorced and remarried and stuff. Like, just it's funny. Like, he didn't hurt my feelings or anything. I know he was just trying to be encouraging. I'm not really shitting on him. He's doing the best he can and so. But I was just like, 
that was the time where I was like, there is no reason for me, almost no reason for me to go spend an hour to two hours at a place and listen to a dude tell me about God in Champaign, Illinois. He ain't going to be the best at it. He just right. ain't. He, he'll, <clears throat> I bet you he has a few zingers each year. You know what I mean? Like he has a few things that mm -hmm. you're like, man, that was a good nugget. That was something I could build on my, but you only need that for like 10 minutes a year. Yeah. Well, you don't need I, him an hour a, a week or two hours sure. a week. And I think there's a new standard. I, I mean, I don't think people probably, it's probably not quite there yet, but I really am pretty sure that with the new player on the scene in the world of, I'm just going to say with teachers and preachers, yeah. now that chat GPT is here, they, the over under is, can you beat that? And mm -hmm. many cannot, many yeah. teachers, many preachers cannot beat that. Yeah. Right. Like if you just take the average right. guy, I mean, that's gotta be this, like, uh, I'd like a sermon please on X print that out and say it. You got to be able to beat yeah. that. Right. <clears throat> Don't you think That's a lot true. of pastors are going to start using that? Well, they, of course. Certain they are. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with using that at least to start and then improve it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. If you think that GPT chat could beat your preacher or teacher, sad. And that I, I'm pretty sure my guess is that chat GPT enters the field at the 50%, the over under. Don't you think? Wow, I think don't you're you right. Think half the preachers so. and yes. teachers are worse right now. Like, yes, right. I'm, I'm just guessing. If 50%. especially, especially because there's so many small town pastors that, that are preaching to 50 people. Tops, they have no they, pressure they, to do better. They, yeah, they're not and, even and as good as the very bot. repetitive and just right. yeah. yeah. They, like if you said spit out some insightful Easter sermon on mm. some, and they came up with a theme, the you know, Chat GPT is probably better than that. Yeah, and if it, if you can beat that, well, first of all, anybody should be able to beat it because start with it and then improve it one percent, and you like, yeah, that's the minimum you would want. But anybody that underperforms that should be eliminated. I'm gonna tell you one person it ain't gonna beat though. Who? Pastor Greg Locke. Pastor, oh, it ain't gonna take on Greg Locke. Ain't no AI gonna beat Greg no. Locke. There's witches in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. You know what? That's hold on. That is so funny. I wonder if I typed in, can could ChatGPT do right. a sermon? In right, a sermon like oh, okay, style of Greg Locke. That's good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it might have enough training data. It to probably do it. does. I mean, that would be really fun. I'm gonna see if I can bring it up. Hold on, let me see if I can find it while we're doing At this. But, least I, but Matt, you you're saying that. something that I actually, you're right. Like that is crazy because now. It puts half might, of people on the bubble. You would have to opinion. say that ChatGPT starts at 50% maybe in most things. Like, maybe what about higher. lyrics? I typed in. Uh, right. So I was on I mean, ChatGPT. Probably higher than 50%. I was on ChatGPT, right. and I said, write me a song about growing up in the early 2000s. And then I was like, write me a song, an emo song that blah, blah, blah. Whatever. You know, I don't forget what I even said. I was just messing around with it, right? And I was like, whoa, this isn't good. It's It's not good, but it's enough like when i listen like when we do yeah. rock and roast or there's you know some of the lyrics are you know i'm like whoa it's the over and, under you know and Bar. and when we do rock and roast those people even spend a lot of time and money 
actually recording their song. Think about all the people that write lyrics and puts kind of, you know, playing at bars and stuff, and they have one original, and you're like, man, that's just crazy. But all right. You work hard to be better than chat GPT. All right, what's my prompt? Write a sermon in the style of Greg. You might have to put a sermon topic. (laughs) Yeah, about Greg Locke about witches. For Easter. (laughs) (laughs) For Easter. All right, here we go. Immediately. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ, I stand before you today with a burning passion in my heart, ready to address a topic that many may find unconventional for an Easter sermon. But let me tell you, my dear congregation, (laughs) there is nothing more crucial than shedding light on the darkness that tries to infiltrate our lives, even on the day of and victory. Today, I want to talk to you about a menace that's plagued humanity for centuries, a force of evil that seeks to destroy our faith, our families, and our freedom. I'm talking about witches, my friends. Yes, witches. Now, I know may some, some may scoff at the mention of witches in this modern age, dismissing them as a mere myth and folklore, but I assure you, they're as real as the air we breathe. They are on a mission to tear apart everything we hold dear. It goes, oh, my you should, God. You should have added. You, you could improve that wow. a lot if you just added witches infiltrated our very church. If you added that to the prompt, it would be he would be nailing You're it. right. He's just talking this about witches. This is crazy. The top. It even goes, you in Ephesians 6.12, the Apostle Paul warns us, for we do not. I mean, it even, ah, wow. So I'm saying, what's a pre, who, what preachers are, are better than that? I know. Not most. Like, that's the ba- that is the basic. And a lot of people work really hard on their sermon prep to say a really nice thing on Sunday. And it's not that good. It's not any better. So why why do it? Just I'm typing in right lyrics like Devin Shelton from Emory. (laughs) Whoa. In the depths of my soul, I'm searching for truth. Lost in a world where lies are the ultimate proof. But I won't be defeated. Uh, yeah. No, I Sounds won't like back down. Line. I'll rise above the chaos that's spinning Stand around. Up. Hold on tight. Don't <laughs> let go. In this broken world, we'll find our way, I know. Through the storms and the pain, we'll rise from the ashes stronger again. Wow. It's in the style of Devin, but it's just like, you know. Yeah, it's not right. It's not really yeah. as good as Devin. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, though, It'll is it probably does take but, some style from Devin there, though, right? Yeah. Like that, it does know, it does know who Devin is. Like I that's not so, just yeah. general. Like it knows something that's about funny. Devin. With every battle fought and every yeah, scar that, we bear, that, that, we'll carry things. on, we'll rise, we'll show yeah. we still care. So let the light shine in the darkness. Yeah, that's probably I mean, Devin things. Now, so that's what people will probably do. They'll go, uh, write me l- l- lyrics in the style of David Bowie. And then you'll take that, and then you will adjust it to sound more like you. Yeah. And you'll, that's what it'll be. It should lower the floor. I mean, almost every preacher should just start getting better now. I mean, like, that's the way to look at the tool. It's like, okay, no more shitty sermons. At least all you got to do is take that, improve it, and that will improve the world of church. It should. And then if some people just be lazy and you do less sermon prep and still improve. Okay. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's over. It's actually over. Type it in. And now. This is. And now what? Nothing. Okay. What? Well, here's the thing. This is what is really freaking me out, and I just cannot. I mean, 
this is what's awful. Um, let's see. Who was it uh, that sent it? And it's so funny. I was like, man, we, the problem is the, the weirdest thing about our career trajectory that is very strange to me is we have always <laughs> been behind by a lot and ahead by a lot of the curve. And I don't totally get it. Like we said things, even like on Bad Christian Podcast and everything that are coming true and are interesting. Like, oh, this is something now that it like we've been talking about AI and aliens and uh uh simulation theory and stuff forever. Like, I mean, we've been talking about that like for, just for us for for quite a while. And I'm like, whoa, this is just insane that it's let me see here. I want to. See, oh yeah, David Williams. He's cool. He's a good fisherman. Um, he sent this uh, to me. He said, uh, "Remember when Matt used to always go on and on about how kids can't consent to being born? He was ahead of the curve on that. I didn't even mean to use it. Listen to this TikTok. I'll play it for you. I I sued my parents for having me without my permission. I think this lady oh, yeah. possibly is joking, but." But maybe not. But she said she had no say, and it's some other guy comes on and just starts going. But how we don't have the technology to talk to you. But but there's a there could be real legal precedent. You could hack the legal system in a way that will. I mean, my my neighbor Bill. We were just talking about him. Like uh, he has ADHD, ADD. Son did too, and he says uh, he was just talking to me. We just he just brought it up. That's why I really like him. He's he, he just talking about it. He said he says. For sure, people with ADD are going to start suing schools. He said, if all these other people are suing schools, you're going to say an, a person Absolutely. with AD, ADD who did not need to sit there, could not sit there, is almost punishment for somebody Irreparable like damage. him or me, and they had to sit there and do this stuff, and you did not listen to them, you did not, and you squashed them as yeah. a person. Well, yeah. that's the same as squashing anybody as a person. And so that's, mm -hmm. I mean, all this stuff's going to happen. It's, it's going to get crazier and crazier. And that's why I'm like, man, this is so crazy to me that, first of all, it seems that I, I don't suing understand. Parents. I'm suing the school. Yeah. What the fuck? I like it. I love it. And you probably can win. You probably can win. And, and I mean, people are going to, it's going to get outrageous. But I'm, the thing that's wording me out is I'm getting older and I always, I always, I guess because I, can of, I really sue? My, is it like past the statute of limitations? Can I sue my teachers in fourth grade? Can I do that? Can I sue? I think you could sue the state. I, I actually think there is precedent. You could. It would go to the Supreme Court. I think it would, it would go all so the way. Fun. There would be nothing more fun than I would represent myself in the trial. You would tell them ir ir irreparable <laughs> damages. Mentally, emotionally, oh my gosh, that caused that you to hilarious. to be that way. You'd have to have some some type of proof that your life didn't work out. So your life has kind of worked out pretty awesome. Your life is pretty cool. I'll build a case though. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you'd it, have your to life isn't bad. Some... You're not living on the street. Or, I mean, Negative. you're doing pretty good. Like you basically don't do anything. Okay, you, then like, I want I want to be the ambulance chaser and put a billboard up for people that actually didn't make it through, and I'll represent yeah. them. Yeah, I mean there. I'm telling you, there's like my, I think my brother feels wish like you were never born. Contact me. Yeah. Were you crushed by school? <laughs> Contact me. <laughs> I'm your guy. You may be entitled to serious. You may be entitled. <laughs> Watched by the school district. 
you may be a time right? yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's going to have, I mean, that that's what I don't think people understand. Like chat GPT, also, everybody thinks everything is a novelty. I believe everybody thinks aliens are a novelty. They think AI is a novelty. They think that they simulation is a novelty. To make, to they, like they, not be disrupted. Oh yeah. That's if they really, yes, they, you're right. Coronavirus will be gone in two weeks. Yeah. People. I, I had dinner with Jess, my ex, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, last week, and I just barely mentioned simulation theory, and she just she was like, "Nothing's real, is it? <laughs> this isn't even real." Is it? And I was like, "Yeah," and she just didn't want to go there. She just like the same thing. Not she wasn't being bad or anything. It was just like uninterested. Like I do not want to know if this is real or not. Please do not force me to go there. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, don't, don't worry. I'm not going to do that." I, just, I get it. Like a lot of people, like what you just said, are just like. This is all I got. If you right. tell me that everything that I'm that I went to college for six years and that I'm working this job every day and it's not even real, that's gonna make me feel like the worst I could possibly feel. And then I won't care about anything. So at least let me stay caring about I need to, you know, eat healthy yeah. and I need to do you know what I mean? Like if, if you take do stuff not away like from if people, you try to take them off the end no. of the pier. No, they it's, do not. And that's all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, how can you, that's what I'm saying. How can she be married to me? I will take me to the end of the pier and push me off. Cause I ain't going to jump, but push me off please. Cause I gotta just experience something. I mean, I can like, definitely see both sides. I love going to the edge and talking about it and thinking about it. But then I'm like, I have to come back. <laughs> Or like I have to bring myself back because that yeah. is true though, because uh -huh. like if if I this is all I have like you know what I'm saying? This right. is all we have. This it actually your is construct, all we have. Your simulation, your Yeah. Now obviously there might be a bigger picture, whatever you believe, you yeah. know, like something beyond this that we hope hopefully that is better and that we can get you know get to, but we don't know that yet. And now with all the AI and aliens and all this stuff and the government. If, and when kid, when people and kids are, everything feels so uh, open now, like there's no mm. boundaries anymore. Everything is beyond any boundaries that ever existed. Even the government now, everybody's like, well, obviously they keep things from us. They know things that we don't know and they lie right. to us about all kinds of stuff. And now everybody's just thinking like, well, what does it matter? Like, yeah, what well, the two responses are the anxiety and depression with that. It's like an overwhelm is a, you just yeah. shut down depressed kind of right. with it. And then anxiety is like a fear, like an active way of right. overwhelm. And if people actively think about those things. Yeah. I mean, I can get to, I can at least get to the fear. I can get to, it doesn't tend to, put me in a depressive but if i get out there i can get to a terror i can get there yeah you know. i think we're pretty lucky because we're able to kind of discuss those insanely serious possibilities mm -hmm. but joke about them yeah. i mean we make light of those things very easily yeah because who cares i mean if it is a simulation or whatever we know that 
there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing. Like there's literally nothing you can do about that, it. That's the way I feel about death as of probably the last three years or so. I just thought uh, it was an interesting change in me. I used to be real scared of flying and uh, several things. And then when I had kids, I wasn't scared anymore. I felt like that was the most scary thing. Like having kids was so scary that the other stuff I was being foolish to be scared about. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't help if the plane crashed. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I actually, there's nothing I can do to stop it. I have to fly to go play this festival. And if it crashes, then that's just the roll of the dice. That's just the the roulette wheel. But my kids, I am currently fucking them up. You know what I mean? Like as much as I'm trying to do the best I can, they would say I'm a great dad. They love me. They're so, they, I mean, they, my kids love me. Think I'm awesome. They tell me all the time. I'm really proud of how much, love me but i am fucking them up and that is scary like the rest of their life they are going to remember all these little things just like i did and go yeah i mean my dad's awesome but he was this way or Mm -hmm. this screwed me up Mm -hmm. or that i need therapy for this because they didn't my parents didn't handle this or whatever but the same way now with like last few years with death i just think this like i used to think heaven oh man you get to live forever you don't have to worry about death now I'm like live forever, live forever. That doesn't sound good. Like to always be alive, to always be trying to what? What am I trying to do? Like maybe a limited amount of time, that's good enough. Maybe even great. Like like you have a time frame where you go that. I mean, if you were if you knew right now you were never going to die, you yeah, would that, be a worse person. You I would actually be a not, way yeah. worse person. You would love less. You would be meaner. You, you would not have motivation next. for any yeah. reason. No, because what would be the reason? You can't die. So what? You don't need to try to get yeah. your food or try to create anything because you go, I'll do it tomorrow or a thousand years from now or whatever. And so I don't even feel like death is bad now. Like I almost think it's a gift. Like everybody thinks life is hard. Like life isn't easy. There's some beautiful things about it and there's a lot of joy but life is hard. And so a reprieve from that, whatever that looks like, like I, I, I think I was telling Allison or whatever, maybe it was Devin. There's part of me that thinks it's really cool in the, uh, yeah, I think it was Devin in the, uh, underworld movie. I can sell, you know, um, like the, in the first or second one, one of the, the oldest vampires is like been asleep for hundreds of years. Victor. And they wake him up and he's mad. And all stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, how, yeah, Victor. How cool would it be if you were like, oh, I can go to sleep right now and just take a break. Just take a real break. Mm-hmm. The only bad thing would be you wouldn't know how long you'd been asleep, so then you wake up. You wake up me up in about a foul. But it'd be neat if you could just not be around for a little while. Just just <laughs> like, I guess that's what sleep is. That's why sometimes, I think that's why everybody likes sleep so much. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to get to my bed. I can't wait. You know, everybody, every dude on tour ever has been like, man, when I get home, I sleep so hard, dude. And, but it's like, just you get to not be you. I think, mm-hmm. like, sleep is not you. It's whatever break. it is. Maybe break. it's the simulation adjusting itself, fixing issues, glitches here and there, whatever it is. You get to not be you for a while and just whatever it is because my dreams are bizarre and strange and doesn't seem like me i had three sex dreams the other night nice three in one night three yeah and one of them was super weird because i was uh uncircumcised nice <laughs> so I you was had like, a different what? penis 
you know how you like uh you ever have a dream and then you're like shocked by it but you just accept it you were like mm-hmm. i was like i could have sworn i was circumcised <laughs> I, I can't am i like it started making me in the dream i was like how is this possible this is so i promise you i'm circumcised but i guess i'm not okay well and then i just started <laughs> <Yeah>. having sex <laughs> I had a tsunami dream the other night. This is me and my family. And it it was weird because it was very real because I was mentally prepping. Like in my dream, I was like, okay, here's Ooh. what we're going to do. And we were running yeah. and I was like, okay, I have Remy. I'm going to get River. Megan, you get care. I, like, I was in the dream. I was like, all right, this is actually what we would do in real life. Wow. I was like, if we get separated, meet here. Is you know it was like weird, but then I woke up. Yeah, obviously right before, but it was crazy. It freaked me out a little bit. The deep, yeah, the details of a dream when you have them and they're so vivid, it is wild. It really like that's what I'm saying. Like I woke up and was like, oh, that I don't know who that woman was, and I'm not having sex, and I'm not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you woke up, oh, there isn't a tsunami, but mm-hmm. really a minute ago you were in a tsunami. <laughs> And it was as real as real could be. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. But uh, my other point I was getting to, it just makes too much sense that I feel so stupid when I say stuff like this because it makes me feel like I'm so self-important and it's just about me, but I don't know what else to do. But <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious to me that like, it's just too coincidental that as I'm getting older and getting closer to death, that now all of a sudden it's totally fine. The aliens are here and AI is here. And I, like, you know what I mean? Like my whole life, everything is just like hard and you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and there's nothing, you know, and man, you die and it's sad when you die. So, but now all of a sudden everybody's just like, yeah, there's aliens. I mean, it's, there is no doubt in my mind that aliens are going to land. It's going to be fine. They're actually going no to be doubt. evil and awful. I think I and I'll bet I will shake your hand right now that <laughs> in our lifetime, I bet you each one hundred dollars. I'll do a virtual handshake. Uh-huh. I kind of want to make it a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Okay. That in our lifetime, and I'll say before, so so that you get paid, I'll say before the age of seventy. Okay. All right. So at seventy years old, uh, I. We'll pay you each a thousand dollars, and I'll leave it in a bank account because I'll be dead before then. I'm gonna leave two thousand yep. dollars in a bank account that each goes to each of you. If I'm wrong, in our lifetime, aliens will land and will be here, and will improve life longevity, will heal a bunch of sickness, and we are all gonna live on. on. We're gonna live on for a while because this probably isn't real and it is a simulation and that simulation would add some kind of you glitched out toby real life is and this is what really the universe is all made up it's all made up it's goofy it's it's uh, i'm getting weird you're saying it is a simulation or it's not yeah Yeah, no this isn't real oh yeah yeah this is there's a creator and that's probably god aliens are just aliens are the exact same as us and it's just the simulation sending them to us to give us something else so we live longer because otherwise i'm supposed to die yeah, but yeah. but i'm not going to for a while 
Yeah. And this, y'all aren't going to for a while. No one listening to this is going to die for a while. And this sounds so you think so people dying. People this is, about people dying. Who? Anybody. Like it's my all, Devin's moms. I, I know. I know. I knew you were going to say that. But I'm just saying, where are they? Yeah. Out I, of the simulation. I, so maybe I, we'll go out too, and maybe some people won't. I don't know. I don't, or maybe you'll be the only one that's left. Is kind that's of what, what I'm you saying. Think. You think everybody's going to go slowly, and you'll be the only one eventually. No, I won't be the only one, but it's just I can't see anything outside of how I see it. I wish I could. I wish I could see it like that, y'all. I wish I could know for sure that you and Devin are real. Like, I really wish I could. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, when I, when I think about our friendships, it's bizarre sometimes. I'm like, whoa, this is so crazy. Like, as crazy as I am, I have two friends that will probably go with me in anything. You know what I mean? Like, y'all got my back almost in any way, which you need that. And both of y'all are different. That's enough. why I would like to be put in at 9.5. I don't want that pressure of a 10. No, yeah. I know. I, I know. But out. I mean, I mean, and and y'all think I'm real, right? You think I'm real I've, to y'all? Yeah, money I, on I mean, all I'm in the same boat as you. All I right. know is that I've experienced what I've I've experienced this whole time, right? And I assume you exist somewhere, and then occasionally you exist in my world. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, Toby's still here. Yeah, Matt's still here. But I've but been the existing. simulation has to get. I mean, I said this on the podcast many years ago, but I, you know, I just the first time I started noticing the pattern was just that the sports got a little crazier and crazier. I know, but then as Wait, you what? get the sports, when, yeah, just like dramatic finishes, a lot of game sevens. Like, they, oh, I don't think if you go back right. in the past, you're having as dramatic of sports finishes. And the yeah, entertainment quality true. goes up, up, up. The politics goes up, up. The in high engagement, social media is up. Like the engagement of this reality of mm -hmm. pulling you in, that they have to, it's like a TV show where they have to keep writing crazy and crazier stuff to keep you. Yeah. Right. In. So now we're at aliens. Now we're at whatever the fuck ever. You're at Trump. Um, and then you're like, right. Biden, let's try yeah. this out. It's funny. just got to get better and better. And the writers have to just keep on with crazy stuff. I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I agree with you on, because I said this too, that movies and TV to me feels like a, a uh, what, what's that the word I'm looking for? for? Like a predictor? Yes. What's the word I'm looking for? But anyway, predicting or, or foreshadowing of what's yeah. to come pretending like it's sci-fi right but it's like to me that simulation just letting you know a little bit of like hey this is coming just so you know this is what's real but it's not real yet yeah but also on the other side i don't the alien thing to me is just weird it's just like and the one other point to simulation is that the way it's being delivered right now from the government and everybody feels weird yeah i'm not yeah. certain that that's as straightforward as people it feels think. Yeah, it I feels know. like planned in a weird way to me or yeah, something yeah i think it could but, be but i don't know i'm not but i don't know what that means is i don't know if that means a simulation it just means like to me in my mind i think they know a lot more and then they're just feeding it to us slowly or something but Right. But the alien thing, I, I think I'm leaning more interdimensional on that kind of stuff, I guess. 
But I don't even understand what that really means. I think it would get might be. I mean, if the government wanted to, I don't know. It's like there's not. There could be some hard evidence. Would be certainly possible. Like it wouldn't be that hard to give some scientists some material that they would verify was something. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's a little mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit weird. It's more. It feels a little bit more. It doesn't feel like they're about to anything. And and why are they all like? Why is it all long term distraction right now? Like or something is what it's like. It's everything all at this time. That's what I'm saying. I think like it's a long term distraction eating. more than it's a thing that's uh, they can't keep the lid on it anymore. Like I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. I just it's just too coincidental that. I just, I'm certain, I am certain we're just going to keep living a little bit longer. I don't know. Like, I just, the, and that, like, that's what I was going to say about, like, y'all's mom's dying is still, like, some uh, very important component of your life story that you, that makes your character something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it gives right. you depth and pain and loss and memories and all of these things. Like it's it's interesting because like it, it okay, here's what I'll say. It is interesting to me that your parents like we were doing uh friendship status numbers earlier. Like when you think about your parents, you give them a pass because it's your oh, it's my parents. <laughs> But when you think about actually hanging out with them, especially, say, from the time we moved to Seattle on, very limited. And the time that they actually had in your life was limited and even fraught with peril. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the things right. they did or what they thought of or how they treated you as a kid or what it might be. All the, Like it's a – like uh, Anakin needs uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi – you know, to be, to eventually become Darth Vader too, but he's but that's a part of the story. It's there's all these characters, and so when you really list, like you have to say your like you want to innately say your parents were so uh, influential in your life, and they were everything, but they were a component of your story that moved you certain places, and then you made decisions from that, just like a boss in a video game or something, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, or a, a bad guy, like you went down this alley we're, we're to fight these bad guys. We're experiencing ourselves as characters in a story though. Like ultimately, yes, that is our yeah. experience. And parents are and, the big thing in that. And that's really related to dreams and narratives and mythology. And, and they give you some kind of platform to know where you yeah. live or, you know, you believe where yeah. you live and grew up, it, it, you know, your parents give you some kind of foundation of, Oh, I grew up in Greer, South Carolina. And my parents met this way and they did this and it fucked me up this way. But actually they were really cool this way. I mean, like it gives you a storyline to your life. And then, but in reality, when I think about the moments I have with my parents, they are, they're kind of limited. Like they, they're a huge, um, there was a huge amount of time where I'm with them, but also as a kid, I'm not interacting with them as friends. And then as I've gotten older, if they were just, if my dad was just a guy, I'd have, uh, he would be a two on my friendship. 
maybe a one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek him out for friendship to hang out with or anything. It would only be honestly for fodder. And well, I get a little like, lost oh, in man. the transition from the childhood character to yeah. the parent character. Like now we're the parent characters, right? Right. No, our kids yeah. aren't real. Come on. They're just part of the, no, but, really. <laughs> but who's real? No, I, I think of it as you know the, I mean? um, that's a good know. question, but I think there's a very big asymmetry in family to the point we were talking about earlier. Like your parents bring you here without your consent. Like that, that it, to me, that is just totally true. And you don't owe them shit in my, in my, I really don't think you do. And they think you owe them everything though. And right, they're wrong about that. I really don't think you owe them anything. And, and I yeah. think you owe your kids everything. Yeah, you might be right. That's it. That's just the way I think of it. Well, the, that's, and, how, and that's how the deal works. Is the underlying thing there then that creation is just like even the creation of a simulation, creation of anything is the most important thing. Yeah, it's a flow. You created Something's the kid for you. across that. It's not a, yeah. To yeah, somehow do so. something. Yeah, so I'm now I'm just some figure to them. That's all. Right. I don't. Right. So Yeah, but there has to be a little bit of. Not important. Has to be a little bit of the learning, the learning to owe. Yeah, that's and that that's my. But now they don't. I get to learn what it means to die and sacrifice or whatever. Right. Like, but I I'm just, saying when you're a kid, if you don't learn to owe, you won't know that you owe anybody anything. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I like, just don't think you owe your parents. parents no, no, I'm not saying you necessarily owe them other than the fact that they just take care of you in, yeah. you know in a sense of like that's what they're supposed to do but they and i'm not obviously it's a heavier weight than it should be in most cases the owing thing but if your parents didn't teach you that the you owe maybe, yeah. the pattern of owing Right. I'm not sure you would well, they're, know what that they're part you know of, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I just think the it's a forward motion. <laughs> right. Point. No, I agree with that. Yeah. There's a, it goes, it's a one way kind of a thing. Well, but, I mean, just, yeah, I was just going to say like the older generations, you know, it was like your kid, your kids just, they just arrive in the flow and, and mm -hmm. you don't make any, exceptions right like my dad's family he was the 14th kid or whatever he just fell into the river the shelton river and he right. had to a river is right yeah survive yeah like he, he didn't try to stay afloat yeah like he wasn't right. he wasn't treated differently i mean obviously they took care of him as a baby when he's totally helpless but beyond that it's like well go figure it out yeah that's, you know what i mean that was bad. just how he was treated yeah, when you try to get it like hold everything static and keep things, that's what gets that's wrong or something. Do you know? Right. Try to keep things yeah. the way they are, and I have this family, and I'm in the center of it. That's kind of screwed up. And all the boomers have all the money and stuff, and they just want to keep things the way it is. I just what I don't know. That's not going to be how it is. Yeah, I, I think it's the thing too. Like this is what I think is the the Jesus story always caught me off guard because it to me. There are so many times in the Bible where Jesus just seems like an annoyed dad. What the fuck? Why are you? What do you mean? Are you gonna, all you're thinking about is sitting on the left or right of me on the throne and head, or you know what I mean? Or like what? 
why did you chop off his ear? Like, you know, yeah. I know he's gentle there maybe, but I'm just saying like, it just seems like Jesus, you know, this, this damn olive tree or whatever it is, I'm going to kill it. Or, you know, like it seems to me like what we're saying here too, is that maybe as a kid, you don't know. And then when you create something and it can be hurt or it can be lost or it can not come out the way you thought, or you treat it bad or good, whatever that might be, that is all about you. And that is what the story of God is. God goes, I'm going to go down there and actually be like them. And I do love them so much. It's almost like God's mad that he loves us so much. He comes down there and he goes, oh, I'm going to die. And die might be the, uh, the, not in the physical way, but like you, you do die for your kids. Like you give up Mm -hmm. so much for your kids and they don't even know. Like it's crazy. Like y'all's kids were in Hawaii and they had, no clue and they shouldn't know how could they know what it's like not to go to hawaii as a kid their parents are taking them to hawaii so they don't know that they won't know that i go and they can't appreciate it they can't said he didn't like it yeah that's what i'm saying like i mean there's no (laughs) way he couldn't you know what i mean like what's the point like he's not being bad or evil The, the bigger point there is that you still love him and go well I can kind of understand what he means. Like, I'm going to, okay, this is that, like Cosmo saying that is about Matt, not about Cosmo. Like mm-hmm. all the things like my kids, it's, it's about me, my deficiencies, my joy, my happiness, my sadness, all those things. Like I just, I mean, hanging out with them always gives me something. And so in a way it's, it is selfish to have a kid because it is about you. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Oh, you. yeah. you're making you in a way that you want to love you. And then right. they don't, fulfill that and so you just that's your that's what you get out of it is to get to learn that yes that's, that's what i'm saying what you so, get is right that, which is why i think good. having kids more than populating the earth is it really important i think you it does make you something mm-hmm. but that's it's weird to me because can, i have the can. i have a little bit of a different feeling because the way i feel now about my kids and and i i know they don't understand that i know they don't get it they know i love them of course but they don't really get it in the same way that i didn't get it right when i was a kid it it kind of makes me feel like man like it makes me feel worse about my parents not not like they did not like i didn't owe them anything it makes me feel like man i wish i would have just kind of known maybe so that i could have right because all a parent really wants, yeah. even though it is selfish, all the parent really wants is for a kid to reciprocate that feeling or uh, to a degree, right. you know, or, or to just yeah. acknowledge like, man, my parents really love me. Yeah. That's all you really want. And so, and I know that it's selfish, but all the times that my mom was so worried and I was like, mom, be, don't be dumb. You're being silly. Don't you're just being a, Right now I'm like, man, I, I could have just been a little softer. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like not even in a way of like, maybe that, maybe that's not what she needed or what, not what we're talking about here, but in a way it just makes me feel like that would have just been better. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know that you can know it. You couldn't have known. 
You you know, well, yeah, think of think of ultimate mama's boy that won't ever leave her side when he's 22 at McDonald's. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, not that's better. not what I want either. Like, yeah. you know, there's about at least I'm not saying fuck your parents. Like, that's not my point right. of view. Right. But the the balance between those. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, there's nothing you can do because that's just who you are. Yeah, I know. Right. There's and no Devin, way to you know were, more than like, you don't if, know. if people could say sons that they wish they had had. They would. They, oh, I know. They, most of them would choose a Devin. Yeah, <laughs> just like you know what I mean. Like if you yeah. ask a lot of moms, yeah. could they have a a kid that showed as much gratitude as Devin? They would say, "Yeah, okay, I'll give him an A, A minus, yeah, a, sure, whatever." I know, I know, and I'm not. I don't. I don't have any regrets or remorse about it. But you know, when I think about, because like we were saying, you love your kids so much. It's like you feel stupid how much you love your kids. I know. Like sometimes I feel silly. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I? Why am I thinking? Just you don't want to cross over into need. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I don't, from I don't want them to feel like I need it from them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that, that, in the yeah, same that's way, where, sometimes the, the emotions to, are so yeah. strong. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I typed right. in. I, I typed in. Uh, uh, Pastor Greg Locke talks about the evils of simulation theory sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Now I must, I, I'm going to skip a little nuggets. bit, but yeah, I, I, I'll skip a little bit because now I must say from the outset that this theory raises serious concerns and poses a direct challenge to our understanding of reality as Christians. Simulation theory suggests that our existence, our very reality is nothing more than a computer generated simulation controlled and manipulated by a higher intelligence. He According said to this liberal theory, one time in this I thing. Know. Chat GPT sucks. <laughs> the liberals would have done. He would have said the liberals. Yeah, the liberals. liberals. Something. According to this theory, the liberals say that we are merely <laughs> characters in a cosmic video game. He says, but let me tell you, my friends, as followers of Christ, we must approach such ideas with caution and discernment. The Bible, the infallible word of God, provides us with the ultimate truth about our existence and the nature of reality. It tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by the loving hand of our creator, not mere pawns in a simulated universe. And then go. he goes on yeah. to say the Apostle Paul in Romans 1.20. <laughs> it's just it's crazy. That's going to, I mean. That's going to be a real thing, too. There's like so many preachers feeling guilty that they are doing cheap PT sermons and not telling people right now. Oh, and they're like, people, oh, been, you've been on sure. fire lately, Pastor Stevens. He goes, oh, yeah. And he goes, well, and that's going to be a thing, too. Like, <laughs> like with aliens and, and all that. I mean, there's going to be so many, there's going to be so much. Yeah. I mean, like, what are some of those real conservative ideologies, you know, Christianity? What are they going to say? Like, what? Is it just going to be demons? I mean, are they just going to go the demon route and that it's just ba all bad? Probably. I mean, you're going to get a decent amount of that at least. But, yeah. I, you know, the other prediction is kind of that everything stays just a little farther away than, oh, AI is going to actually do X or aliens are going to actually land. Like probably it dangles ahead of the – it feels to me that that's going to always be just – there's going to be a scary horizon – that is dangled out there about what might happen more than yeah. totally it happened. But I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I, I typed in uh pastor Greg Locke's sermon about liberals. Now, when I say liberalism, I'm not talking about specific political ideology or a party affiliation. I'm, I'm referring to the mindset that embraces secularism, sec secular 
relativism, moral relativism, and a disregard for biblical principles. We live in a time when the liberal agenda is infiltrating every aspect of our lives, <laughs> schools, media, and even our churches. Man, that is so, I mean, it knows <laughs> a Pastor Locke sermon. And he all he has is add the color to that. Like if you put his, his personality is not in that, but if you add his personality right. to that, it would give him the frame of everything. One hundred percent. All right. Would it be bad if we if we did a whole Emory record just with Chat GPT? Well, you could start with it. You just have to be cool. improve it. It wouldn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just have to go up. It feels a little something. I don't know. But I mean, I, I mean, use I use Rhyme Zone. Songs. I've been using Rhyme Zone for years. <laughs> <laughs> you use a thesaurus, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next time.